You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm best-smelling author Maribel May, and you're listening to The Complete Wedding. Make sure to check out the entire Complete Woman series now on the Erios Network and available wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't miss my latest installment, The Complete Christmas, debuting December 3rd. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to The Complete Wedding with America's most beloved housewife, Maribel May. She's saved your marriage with her first audio lecture series, The Complete Woman. She's forced you to live your best life with her second series, Complete Joy. And now she's back with more unsolicited advice than ever with her most aggressively stringent series to date, The Complete Wedding. Hi, I'm Maribel May, wife first, mother second, hobbyist hula hooper third, and last but also least, world-renowned love and life expert and best-smelling author. But let's rewind that clock for a minute, shall we? To a time long, long ago. To a time before I was a wife and mother. A time when I had my whole life in front of me. A time when I was the star of the show and my opinion mattered most. My wedding day. It's the best day of every girl's life. That moment when you walk down the church aisle, dressed in white, all eyes on you. The innocent blushing bride, thrilled to be marrying the man of your dreams, with no idea about the eternal to-do list that lies ahead. It's a single moment, frozen in time. It's the image you will close your eyes to seek when you're fighting with your future husband over finances, or lecturing your daughter Judy for drawing on the walls with permanent marker, or spanking your toaster Ken for burning the Wonder Bread. And when you find this moment, you will remember how hopeful you were for your life, how much you loved this man of your dreams, and, most importantly, how thin you used to be. The image of yourself as a bride will give you superhuman wife strength so that you may handle whatever life might throw at you. Your wedding day sets the tone for your marriage, so it has to be perfect. And that's why I'm here. I'm Maribel May, and I'm going to plan your wedding. Follow Maribel May's six-part planning guide and your wedding will be flawless. She guarantees it for your dowry back. You might regret your marriage, but with my audio guide, you'll never regret your wedding. From the time I was a little girl, I dreamt of having a fairy tale wedding. 
At playtime, I would fashion myself an elegant dress from bath tissue and secure one of mother's brassieres around my head like a Juliet cap, rubbing pollen on my cheeks for a bit of piss-colored rouge and sap from my sycamore for a light lip gloss. I felt like the most beautiful little bride, even though I looked like a crazy forest lady. I'd chase the neighborhood boys around the block until I'd gained speed on the slowest one. His name was Pearson, and lucky for me, he had a club foot. I'd wrestle Pearson into submission. He would be my reluctant groom. My friendly childhood golden retriever, Mark Anthony, was the officiant. And of course, I'd choose a few lucky squirrels to be my bridesmaids. How innocent I was. I wasn't worried about the latest fashions or proper wedding etiquette. I didn't have a guest list. There was no seating chart. My bouquet was a collection of sticks. My vows a series of my favorite animal noises. Now my actual wedding was a lot more formal than this childhood game, and much more expensive too. I can say, as a woman who's lived through this life event, that my wedding day was the best moment of my life. Not only was I marrying the man of my screams, my husband, Frecklin May, a reputed paperwork attorney at Munchkins and Sons, but I was officially becoming a woman. No longer my father's ward, I was now Freck's problem. No wonder my daddy danced all the way down the aisle. A serious man by nature, I've never seen my father so elated. Every girl in the world dreams of this day, the exception being nuns, feminists, and prostitutes. But how does one make it to the aisle? I have an idea. Let's work backwards. In order to have your dream wedding, you have to have a fiancé. In order to have a fiancé, you have to have a sweetheart. In order to have a sweetheart, you have to meet a man. Simple, right? It's not as easy as it sounds. Follow my three simple steps and you'll be covered in men by sundown. Step one. Identify your local man hangouts. A great place to start is your neighborhood watering hole. Now don't worry, I'm not suggesting you young ladies cause a scandal by partaking in an afternoon pick-me-up. Instead, consider stepping out in disguise. I suggest dressing in your father's clothes. It's easier than you think to disguise yourself as a fella. Just put on daddy's suit and pork pie hat. Don't have a daddy? Don't have a problem. Head down to your local costume store. They're bound to have some clever garb, from a Santa suit to a policeman uniform. Anything with pants will do. Step two, make a friend. Strike up a casual conversation with the fellow of your choice. Taking a seat next to him at the bar, make an off-the-cuff comment such as, how about them sports? Or, these stocks are really up and down. Or, I have a lot of hammers, how about you? After you gain his trust, become his best friend and greatest confidant. This step might take several weeks. Step number three, the big reveal. Inevitably, your new guy pal will be very attracted to you, despite or possibly because of your disguise. This may cause him to question his sexual identity and lash out. At this point, take off your cap and shake out your long hair in a sensual way, revealing that you are, in fact, a woman. Well, your guy will be so relieved, he's sure to take you in his arms and give you a big smoocheroo. Congratulations, you're well on your way to your wedding day.
Now all you have to do is be perfect until he proposes. It took my freck four months to propose, and boy, I was a nervous wreck, waiting on pins and needles for him to pop the question. But in the end, it worked out for us. Freck eventually gave me his grandmother's diamond ring, and we're currently in the middle of living happily ever after. We recently celebrated our 10-year anniversary. Take a listen as my one and only love, Freck and I reminisce about our engagement and wedding. Happy 10-year anniversary, darling. Right the same back to you, good face. Listen, this is one of the finest steak mayonnaises you've ever made. Oh, and just wait until dessert. Oh, what is it? Raspberry tapioca parfait, and I'm using frozen raspberries. Oh, my favorite. And just wait until the dessert that comes after the dessert. <laughs> What's that? Let's just say I pulled my old Indian princess costume out of the attic. To eat? Oh, Freck. Look at me! I'm an Indian! Oh, Judy, get out of that. You don't know where that thing's been. Yes, that's a dessert. Mmm, steaks! Not for you, Judy. Mom, why are you using the Christmas china? It's July. Your father and I are celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary. But I'm 10. Shut up now. Get out of here, you egg hatch. Now go to your room, Judy, and let mother and father have a romantic evening. Why don't you go play with your brother, Buzz? All right. Darling, you're not the only one that's contributed to this wonderful meal. I've brought a champagne. Oh, frick. Oh, Don Perignon, 42. The beigest of all the vintages. I guess I'll do the honors and pop the old boy. (laughs) It hit the ceiling. Good luck. Let's have a toast. To us. Mother! Father! Oh, Judy, what is it now? Oh, I cut my hair. That fringe is horrendous. Did you do that on accident? I did it on purpose. What dull utensil did you use to get it so jagged? I used your nail file. Oh, Judy, wasn't it painful? No, it felt good. She is industrious. You have to give her that. But you also have to give her a stern disciplining. Come over here and get over my knee. Judy, your father wants to hit you. All right. Ow, ow, yeah. And that's just you climbing on my knee. I think you've learned your lesson. You better get back up to your room, Judy. This is an adults-only dinner. All right. Now, where were we? We were looking into each other's eyes, and I was about to recount the time I proposed to you. I remember that day like it was yesterday. You were so nervous. I've never seen a man sweat so profusely. Well... I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't have some cold feet. Well, I was the first of my gentleman friends to actually pop the question, and I didn't know how to do it. I remember you got down on one knee, didn't you, and got your cold-pressed khakis all dirty. (laughs) That's right. I got down on one knee, then I got down on the other, and then I got down on a third somehow. And then I asked you the question, would you be my wife and marry me? That's right. You got straight to the point. No foreplay from Freck. I'm so efficient. Why? I don't even have a point. That's how efficient I am. It speaks for itself. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Judy May in the one-woman show, she's Judy. Oh, God. It's Judy. Judy time. It's Judy. Judy time! Oh, honey, I'm afraid I'm going to have to stifle your creative impulses for tonight. 
Don't you have any studying to do quietly in your room? No, I've got the Judy show. Mr. Ploins and I have been working on it for days. Oh, this again. I won't have any hearing of this concerned Mr. Ploins again in my home. Judy, I'm afraid neither you or your imaginary friend Mr. Ploins are invited to our intimate anniversary dinner. But don't you want a little entertainment? Maybe after the third course. What's the third course? Cheese balls. Judy, if you go in your room and stay there all night, when you wake up in the morning, you might find outside your doorstep a buffalo nickel. Ooh, a buffalo nickel. Go ahead, darling. Grab a frozen fish stick and you can gnaw away on that for your dinner. No thawing it beforehand. We've got to keep those fangs sharp. All right, come on, Mr. Ploins. So, Freck, of all the girls who were chasing after your tail, why me? Well... Why are you hesitating, darling? I'm just reminding myself of some of those women. There was Janice, there was Michelle, there was Darla, there was Connie, Louise, Laura, Clemen, without the tine, Barbara, Beverly, Baverly, Batherly, and then you. Oh, last but also least, huh? Honey, I'm only joking you around. Of course you're the only one for me. Those other women couldn't hold a candle, and Beverly literally couldn't. You know she had a hook. Mother, mother! Oh, Judy. Look what I just found. Judy, it's a dead rabbit. <laughs> Isn't it funny, Mother? <laughs> Look at its limp body. Well, get that vermin out of here. Wait a minute. That looks like a fresh kill. At least put him in the freezer. I'll put him in the crock pot tomorrow night for dinner. We'll have Hassenpfeffer. You love Hassenpfeffer. Mm-mm-mm. Now run along. That buffalo nickel's down to a buffalo penny. Okay. All right, Freck, where were we? Well, I had just proposed to you as the winding candidate on a long list of applicants. You seemed like the most fertile and the most willing. And that's attractive to me, a man with fragile sensibilities. I had many women... And, of course, I was the only man for you. That's right, Freck. There was never anyone but... <coughs> Are you all right? Excuse me. I just swallowed a nut whole, shell and all. You were saying, though... Oh, I was saying, you're my one true love and there's never been anyone else. Never, ever, ever cross my heart and hope to die. Step right up, step right up, get your caricature. Here, sir, here's a quarter. I want my picture drawn. Oh, uh, hello. Excuse me, I'm a little fl flustered. Yeah, sure, go ahead, sit right there, and I'll, I'll draw your caricature. Okay, don't hold back. Make my face real funny. <laughs> well, gee, I, I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't do this. But why not? I already gave you my quarter. Well, because your face ain't funny. Sure it is. To us artists, some faces are funny faces and some faces are pretty faces. And you, well, you have a pretty face. Oh, you're good, mister. You're real good. But my father warned me about boys like you. I don't think a girl like me would be flirting with a carny. You can keep the quarter. I'll be on my way. <laughs> Give me another chance. I'd like to paint you, but I'd like to paint your pretty face in a pretty way. Are you interested in that? You've got a lot of nerve, mister. Paint my pretty face? I don't even know your name. William. End of your argument. Well, William, I'm Maribel. It's nice to meet you, Maribel. I uh, haven't made any money today, so I'd like to get out of here. Would you like to come with me? Go with you? I just met you. Yeah, are you always so by the book? See, us artists, we like to live outside the book, or even on it. Where would we go? 
Why all the questions? Let's just go figure that out. We'll go not here. Okay, but it's not a date. <laughs> okay, sure, Maribel. Maribel, are you okay? I'm sorry, I had one of my funny spells. What were you speaking on? The day of our wedding. Oh, wasn't it so wonderful? Oh, I was just shaking with nerves. You were in all white. I was in all white. Lace head to toe. Hard to say which one of us. Our beautiful bridesmaids, all in mauve. Our wedding was the best of all our friends, wasn't it? To be sure. And you were the most beautiful bride. Why, I remember standing there on the altar, looking deep into your wide eyes, and thinking, I'm marrying this woman. There's no turning back now. No regrets, right, my darling? No regrets. Not even the one. <laughs> What's that frightening-looking apparition in the hallway? And there's been an accident. Judy, what's happened? I was playing. In the tub with Buzz, and he's drowned. Judy, are you pretending to have killed your brother again? Mr. Point said he was being a bad boy. Oh, Judy, you're such a drama queen. Let's call her bluff. Good idea. I'll follow your lead. Well, if you drown him in the bathtub, you've got to bury him. Do I have to? You do. And you have to do it tonight, out in the back, in the dark. And you know all sorts of scary creatures lurk around out there in the dark. Like Mr. Ploin's ex-wife, Seductress. I don't think Seductress would like that you've been hanging around with her husband. Now is Buzz really dead? Yes, Father. Judy, look me in the eye. Cross your heart and hope to die. I cross my heart and hope to die. <laughs> you tell us the truth, or you're not getting that buffalo nickel. Fine! Buzz is fine. You are such a little liar. Why, she would have thrived during the Salem witch trials. But I could have done it. Oh, we know that. Judy, why don't you go upstairs and practice your cartwheel? And I don't want to see that stinking face again until you can execute a perfect one. Down the stairs. All right. All right, darling. Now, should we open another bottle? That's not all we have to open. I got you a gift. Fred. <gasps> <laughs> No one will tell me I don't remember my wife's birthday. Our anniversary. Right. Oh, it's a beautiful wooden box. I made it to the store to buy it. Oh, this is just lovely. This will be perfect for me to keep my trinkets in. That's exactly what I thought. You could put your baubles, your little dalliances, and all such things in there. I love my bauble box. Here I come. My cartwheel's perfective. Down the stairs I go. One... Two. Oh, the dinner table. Well, now, little Miss May, you've really done it this time. Oh, Judy, you have prime rib all over your face. Won't be the first time. <laughs> Won't be the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a floor dinner. I guess after ten years, every anniversary is a family affair. You know you're right, Judy. Maribel, you're the only woman for me. Aww. All right, should we let Buzz in? No, he died. Thank you for listening to episode one of The Complete Wedding. Starring Amanda Lund as Maribel May, Matt Corley as Frecklin May, Maria Blasucci as Judy May, Chris Smith as William, and me, Mark McConville, as announcer Mort Kleinman. Bye-bye. 
The great poet William Shakespeare once said, love is a tough thing for you to handle. And don't I know it, I'm Gary Nesbitt. It's tough to meet someone in today's modern society. Everyone's so busy with all of the things they're doing. Let me help. I've got pictures and papers with people's information on them. If you don't meet the love of your life, you can slap me in the face 32 times. That's the Gary Nesbitt guarantee. So come on down to Gary Nesbitt's matchmaking service where we will match you up with somebody who loves you. And that's how it works. Erios. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.